For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hi, on today's show, we're going to be talking to Cindy. Uh, she is an estranged mom as well, so let's uh, let's get to it. Hi, Cindy. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? <clears throat> I'm doing pretty good. Uh, it's a little rainy here in Florida. We're uh, in the Tampa Bay area, and we've had that storm come through, but it wasn't yeah. wasn't a big deal. So yeah, we have incredible weather up here in New England. It's, yeah, it, it's just you know I'm kind of thinking we slept through winter. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you coming on today. Um, I know that uh, I know sometimes it's not the most the the easiest thing to talk about, but I do like I've said in the past. I I just think that having more voices to this thing that we're all going through um, really resonates and helps with some other people. So I appreciate it. Oh, I'm I'm glad you're having me on. I, I uh, when I found you, I was very happy but sad at the same time to hear right. uh, people talking about it. You know, I I think I told you before I did a, a few blogs and yeah, you know, it was okay for a while, and and then it just wasn't helping me in any way. So, um, and then I found your podcast and I said oh my god and to hear people say it in their own words in their own voice right makes a big difference you know of what's going on with them and a lot of very similarities lots lots of similarities <laughs> it's hard to talk to people who don't know anything about it just yeah. they understand it you know and it's you, you almost feel like they're thinking you know what did you do exactly you know? Yeah. Exactly. You sure are. I mean, I know I did. Yeah. Um, and I've said it out loud, too. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> well, why don't we start with you just telling us a little bit about you, about about Cindy, and then um, and then we can get into all of the other stuff. Okay. Well, I'm uh, just turned into a senior citizen. <laughs> um, and I live in New England. Um, I have two grown daughters. And four grandchildren that I know of, um, but I don't know their names. Yeah. I know that there are four of them. Um, I live, you know, up here by myself uh, with my dog. And it's, it's really hard because basically what's happened to me in the past five and a half years is eight people have been taken out of my life. Oh, goodness. You know, assuming that I have, I, four, I have at least four grandchildren. I know that. Right. So, you know, to me, it's like, what, well, you know, what is going on here? You know, um, I never thought I would be in this situation, you know, yeah. being, by, being by myself, you know, n not celebrating holidays with my family and just seeing them periodically through the year. It's just insane to me. Yeah. And this time of the year is particularly tough. Oh, God, this is the hardest time for me. <laughs> and, and I'm sure everybody else, but... Yeah. I've been, like I said, five and a half years now, and, uh, you know, I tried celebrating with other families, different holidays, and I appreciated them inviting me, but it's just not the same, and I felt like sure. I'm bringing them down or feeling like they had to pay more attention to me because I was here by myself, you know, that kind of stuff. Right. <laughs> um, so I've decided in the last couple of years that I'm just not going to put that myself through it or my friends through it, you know, and, and I try to explain to them, don't feel sorry for me. It's, it's my choice. I, it's what I want to do. Right. Well, in, in some ways it's probably easier for you because you don't, yeah. ha don't have to feel the stuff watching them. Mm -hmm. And then, like you said, the, you know, making them feel like they have to you know, wear kit gloves or, or whatever for you and, and disrupt their, 
their thing, um, yeah. which I'm sure they didn't feel that way, but I, I understand why you would say um, that. So. You know, I, I find myself pulling away when um, some of my friends get together and they do have their families and they do have their grandkids. And I know that they hesitate to talk about it when I'm around. Yeah. And I don't like that. You know, I want them all to be able to be open with everybody and talk about their, their happiness and everything. You know? Right. But I know that I'm that person that I can't contribute, you know, I can't yeah. contribute to it. And I, you know, I'm happy for them, but I can't contribute. Yeah. yeah it's, it's unfortunate because I mean, it's difficult on us as the, as the parents. And I'd like to think, even though maybe I'm naive sometimes, although someone has told me, so I like to think that the kids at least think about it, you know, uh-huh. um, I kind of have to, have to think that way. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I imagine that they don't, I mean, you know, I know my kids love me. I know they yeah. do. They, just don't know how to handle this. Yeah. I really, I really believe that it's taken me a long time to get to that point. Yeah. But, um, you know, I've gone through all the grieving and, um, have decided <clears throat> through different kind of therapies and, and stuff that I don't think they know how to come back. Yeah. You know? Um, so, well, do you want to tell us what your, um, experience has been like? I mean, how this, how you think this happened or? Um, well, I think through the years, um, I got, I was married for 23 years okay. and it was, uh, you know, a pretty, you know, whatever you, however you want to call it, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't a mean divorce, put it that way, where we used a mediator, we, um, rented an apartment and the parent moved to the apartment on a weekly basis back and forth. So the kids didn't have to leave their house and their bedrooms and, you know, all that. Yeah. Um, so we did that thinking that's the best way to do it for two teenage girls, you know, (laughs) and, uh, then, you know, things started feeling a little bit weird when, um, my ex started dating, uh, the now wife that he's got. Yeah. And, um, I thought for a while, my youngest didn't really like her. She wouldn't go home and stay at the house if she was there and that kind of stuff. But through a little bit of time, I guess she got used to her and I was happy that they liked each other. You know, my kids liked her and she liked them and, you know, they, the kids would tell me, you know, what they did and blah, blah, blah. So it just turned out. For me, I was glad that my kids at least liked his new girlfriend and wife, you know? Right. Um, only to find out that um, she has been manipulating them as a child psychologist away from me for mm. years. And I didn't see it coming. I just didn't see it coming. I, I just thought, you know, my my ex lives in Vermont and he takes them skiing and he does all this stuff with them, you know, so they would go there on holidays. And I thought, you know, great. They get to have a nice school break, you know, going skiing in Vermont. Right. (laughs) And, you know, you can see me anytime, you know, between New Year's and Christmas, if you want, you know, whatever, whatever you guys want to do. I didn't want to pressure them thinking they have to come over, on that day, you know, the day of every holiday to see me too, you know? Right. So I just, um, thought that that was a, a good way of doing it. And through my own therapy, it was told to me that they might've thought that I didn't care. Yeah. I didn't care, you know, when I saw him and that wasn't true at all. I was just trying to be flexible and easy to, you know, make it easy on them because they had fiancés, families to visit, you know, you know, so many people that I just said, I didn't want to be a hard ass and say, you know, no, I got to see you on Thanksgiving, on Christmas, right. you know, that kind of stuff. So anyway, that's, I guess how it started. 
when I started noticing that they were spending all their holidays with them. And um, so one, uh, it was around Mother's Day, five and a half years ago, um, I went over to pick up my bicycle that was being stored in my daughter's garage. And I went and got it and put it near my car and I went in the back and um, my daughter handed me my first grandchild. This is going to be hard. It's okay. And um, said to <clears throat> me, you've got two hours. Oh. And she just handed them to me. And I just looked at her and I said, okay, you know, I didn't even think, you know, two hours, right. you know, that I'll never see him again. And I said, okay, you know, so we went and played and we ate lunch and we did all this stuff. And then she came out to get, to get us and um, said they had to go to the hardware store. And I haven't seen them at, again. Oh ever. my goodness. I haven't heard from them ever again. Um, and, and that right was how long ago? Five and a half years ago. Wow. And my youngest daughter followed her. And she explained to me why that she didn't want to lose her sister. She wanted their kids to grow up together. Oh, and if goodness. she was in contact with me, my other daughter wouldn't, you know, be in contact with her. And, and I just, you know, spent a lot of years begging them, you know, just doing whatever I could think of to tell me why, you know, what's going on, you know, let's talk. Right. Nothing. No, you know, they blocked me from everything. Um, I ran into a couple of people that they know and asked, you know, it, which I don't want to put people in the middle of it, but this is in the beginning of when all this happened. Right. Them to pass them to contact me, you know, and I need to know why, why. So it's just been constant for all these years that I don't know why. And they've never told me, never contacted me or anything. It's, you know, in my view, that's the, probably the most difficult thing. Even I, I spoke yeah. to, um, I don't know if you heard this one yet or not, but I spoke to an estranged child the other day. Um, I did an interview with him. Mm. And uh, it just dropped on Tuesday. And, mm -hmm. um, but he did. He, he, he did tell, you know, explain to them. He did at least communicate. Um so, but it was, that's the part I just don't understand is, and that's what happened to me. Just mm. boom. I mean, we had a little tiff, but it was nothing that should have caused that. And then it was just, boom, you're done. Um, so that was definitely, I, I don't know what's worse, if it's knowing or not knowing, but I have to think that it's not knowing. <laughs> I, yeah, well, yeah, that's all I know. So I think for me, yeah. it's, it's really hard. And, you know, I just don't know why it happened that day as well. You know, I she knew I was coming to get my bike. I texted her right before I got there to say, you know, I'm, a, I'm in the driveway. I'm going to go in and get my, my bike. And she didn't answer me. Hmm. So I'm like... So that's why I heard him in the backyard. So we went in the back yeah. and she literally just had this look on her face that I'd never seen before, you know, and um, I, it's pretty, she was probably very nervous because she knew what she was about to do. Right. And uh, that was it. She just handed him to me. She and, uh, obviously gave some sort of thought to it. So why, uh, you know, it was planned, so why could it yeah. not be told? I mean, that's it's unfortunate for, yeah. no, for you, for them, for the grands. Yeah. No, I can say I can say we never had any big fights or anything. Yeah. You know, we never there was never any warning of it at all. You know, like you know, if you don't cut that out, I'm going to do this to you, and you're never going to see my right. kid or that kind of. None of that ever happened, not once. And that's why I was blindsided by it. And, um, you know, it took me a long time to, to figure out through my own therapy that the new wife manipulated them away from me. And yeah. That's the bottom line. And, and it took me a long time to accept it too. Because yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to think that. 
I didn't, uh, yeah, I couldn't imagine that they were that naive to not see what this woman was doing. But then I said to myself, I didn't see what was happening either. You know, I didn't yeah. read it either. Um, and, you know, as for my ex-husband, who knows what's going on with him? You know, it, there's, I don't have an explanation for why he's let, why he let it happen, why he's continuing to, right. to let it happen and not, you know, help, help me and my kids, our kids get back right. into the relationship. You know, it's crazy. The beginning, I was happy they were all liked each other, and I didn't even feel that there was any animosity animosity against me yeah. as the wife. You know, there was. It's not like we all got together and did stuff, but there was right. never, honestly, never anything that made me think they don't want me in their lives. Any of them, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that's the short version. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so, so you touched on therapy. Um, Mm -hmm. Did you just start therapy after this or had you had therapy before that? Well, through the years, since I was a teenager, I periodically, you know, went to a a therapist for different reasons. I had a kind of a crazy childhood where um, we moved around a lot and, you know, I was just, I was always lost, you know, I didn't know. And, and I didn't know where I was. I mean, I still think to myself, I should get hypnotized. So I'll know where I was when this happened to me when I was a kid. Right. (laughs) What state did I, what town did I live in? You know? (laughs) Yeah. Now that's the thing about talking about this is, you know, things pop up and you go, wow. Yeah. Maybe. maybe. But so when I finally, you know, grew up, I from Kentucky moved to Massachusetts where my mother's family is here. Um, when I was 18, I moved in with my aunt and I met my then, you know, boyfriend. Then I got, I married him, was married for 23 years. And one of my things was, if we're going to have kids, we're going to stay put, you know, I'm not going to put them through what I went through. Yeah. Um, and so, and he, and he didn't, he grew up in the same town, same school system, same friends, all of his childhood and you know, into college and everything. Yeah. Um, and so we did. We bought a house in a little town in Massachusetts and raised them in the same house the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and I say that just because I, I feel like I was trying to do the right thing. And, you know, we were successful. They were successful kids. They were sport kids. They, you know, they have master's degrees now and, houses and husbands and kids and you know I think so where did I go wrong you know right. what the hell what the hell is so wrong that you don't want me in your life you know yeah. um so I mean I'm proud of the way they turned out they're right. very smart girls and um and I'm proud that I was able to raise them the way they you know the way I should have been raised <laughs> and right. my you know not moving around every two years and being the new kid all the time and just just struggling to make enough credits to get out of to get out of school, you know. Right. Because every school system is different. You know, I mean it was it was a nightmare. Especially high school it was crazy. Yeah. So um I don't know. I guess that's where I'll stop on that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Um I don't want to say that everything was perfect because you know what Raising kids is perfect, but you know, uh, no. there was no alcoholism, no, you know, none of that, no, no abuse, no, you know, we were really um, together in the way we raised the kids. Yeah. You know, as uh, a married couple. Yeah. Yeah. We, we kept the house too when we got divorced. Yeah. You know, we kept the house so that, again, they'd have a place to come home to. Right. <clears throat> and then when the last one finished college, he sold the house. Mm. And, you know, started doing what he's doing now. And so, right. yeah, I wish I could say that I had a sit down, you know, heart to heart conversation with him about this before it happened, but we didn't. Right. <clears throat> mm. um, just... So is your extended family, how do they 
can't have any brothers. Do you have brothers, sisters? Uh, I have. <clears throat> well, you know, it's not a foreign thing in my family to estrange. Yeah. Um, and and their father's family as well. Um, <clears throat> but my older brother, I, I have two brothers and a sister. My older brother passed away. Okay. Um, my parents are gone. And I have a sister who she pretty much estranged herself from all of us mm. year, years and years ago and the whole, the whole extended family, everybody. Yeah. So, um, I don't know how she is or what she's doing or anything. Yeah. Um, but it, it was pretty toxic, uh, relationship with her in our family for a long time, even as from teenager up, you know? Right. Right. And then I have a brother down the Cape. He lives on the Cape and, and I'm in touch with him. Uh, and, um, you know, well, I have an extended family, my mother's family, and they're all getting up there <laughs> in their, their ages and all sure, their kids sure. moved, you know, most of them don't even live around here anymore. My cousins. So basically to answer your question, I really don't have family around here that I see. I just don't, okay. they're just not here, you know? Are they aware, the ones that you do speak to, are they aware of the kids' situation? Yeah. 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 And, you know, they, a few of them have tried to contact the kids, you know, and, you know, especially in the beginning of it, I would ask sure. people to, you know, go on Facebook and Instagram and see if they can see the kids. And if you can, you know, send them a message, you know, please call your mother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then... Once they did that, my kids would block them. Hmm. So basically everybody that I know that knows me is blocked. Yeah. If they're still friendly with you, they're, yeah. they're on that list. Yeah. Yeah. If they see any sort of, you know, communication with me on social media somehow, they block them. Yeah. And, and you know, okay. I don't know this why. Doesn't, you know? This doesn't make sense. You know, I mean... <laughs> Yep. For a while there, a lot of my friends, not a lot, but a few, a handful of my friends would, that's how I found out I have grandchildren, mm. you know, more than I thought I had, is they would see a picture on Facebook, you know, announcing their new baby or whatever, and they'd send me a picture out of the blue, Ugh. and, you know, it's just really disappointing to know that I, I nobody even told me, you know, that the, the kids didn't even tell me. Right. And to see my family growing up on social media, I just asked everybody who was doing it, stop, don't, don't send Good. me anymore. I can't watch my family grow up on social media and never right. see it. You know, I don't want yeah. that, you know. I don't I blame you. That's, that's. <laughs> I, I do and I don't, you know. <laughs> right, right. I mean, you want to know they're okay and you want to know they're about them, but. Yeah, certainly not that way. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I know in the in the group that I uh, am a part of, you know, some parents will come in talking about that sometimes. Should I should I, I they haven't blocked me yet. Should <laughs> I keep doing this or should I not? And I'm like, it's it's so tough because you want to know. Yeah. But then along with that knowing comes the pain of really not knowing much. So, yeah, I mean, uh, for me, uh, when I'm on Facebook or something and I s put something out there that I want my kids yeah. to possibly see someday, I put it to the public. Yeah. Just because I want them to see it someday, whether I'm right. still around or not, you know, if they're ever curious about what yeah. my, you know, Facebook and I'm not, I'm not, I don't think I'm on Instagram, but Facebook, I just, I don't know why I do it, but I just, there's certain things that I want to put out there and I want them to know that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. And it's not always about them in particular. It's just right. something about their mother, you know? Yeah. No, I hear you. I, I did the same things, you know, uh, sometimes I didn't do them in nice ways, but sometimes I <laughs> just put things out there just like, like you said, so that they were, they were out there. Yeah, um, right. Do you get many people like that? like if your friends or anything, well, probably not so much now, it's been a while, but in the beginning that would ask you and how, how that 
kind of went. Yeah, they they always ask me, you know, and it and it's from the heart, you know. Yeah. It, it's like a death, you know. You don't know what to say. They don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. You know, all I can say is I haven't heard from them. I don't know. You know. Yeah. Um, and these are, you know, I have a. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Small group of friends, so the same group of friends that would see pictures of my kids on in the beginning and share them with me. Right. Um, it, it's just really hard. You know? Yeah, it is. So I don't talk about it that much anymore. You know, um, it's been a long time. Yeah. You know? It's hard to talk about it. It's, it it's is. And, so and you, hard. You meet somebody new, like I just started a new job. And of course they're asking me, you know, I have any kids and blah, blah, blah. And I say, yeah, I do. You know, and I just, yeah. light, as light as possible. Right. They're two long daughters. They have families. You know, I don't, I don't get to see them that much because, you know, <laughs> they're working full time and the kids are in school and blah, blah, blah. You know. Yeah. Excuse me, but, you know, I'm not going to go through the what was me with new people at this point, you know. Right. And once uh, you open that floodgate, especially if you do get emotional, it's hard to shut it off. <laughs> yeah. And then the rumor mill happens. And, you know, if you work in a place with a bunch of people and. Oh, you know, yeah how people are saying or thinking so for sure i just decided when i retired from my um full-time job during covid and started doing part-time jobs that i wasn't going to share it you know and just yeah. say i'm sure you know i'm sure they're fine you know no news is good news that kind right. of <laughs> so. you do you do any kind of uh, private journaling for yourself or maybe for them to see one day or just? I, I don't. Okay. I know some people have yeah. felt like that's helpful. I, I think the thing for me is if they want to know about me, they'd be in my life. Yeah. You know, and, and you think, well, I got four grandkids. Would they give it to them if they found it in my apartment? You know, when they have to come and clean it out when I'm gone, you know, <laughs> who knows? I mean, I don't yeah. think so. if they don't want to know about me now, I'm certainly not going to yeah. share it in a journal for anybody to see. You know? Yeah. Well, and sometimes it's just just as much for you uh, as anything, yeah. Maybe not necessarily them, but. You know, you know just I had to get certain things and kept them for a while, and then yeah. threw them away. Gotcha. Threw them up and threw them away. You know, that was part of my, you know, I, I, a lot of therapists had me doing that. Yeah. For, you know, through my life, and I've always torn it out of the book and thrown it away after a while. Yeah. 
Well, some people do that. Some people, you know, uh, some people keep them. Some people bury them. Some people burn them. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, uh, I do believe it's therapeutic. I I have a hard time writing myself just because you know, one, my handwriting is terrible, and then I go back and try to read it. I'm like. What did you write? <laughs> what was that? And you want somebody else to read that later? <laughs> yeah. I don't think they're going to be able to. I'm like a doctor, only don't make the money. Yeah. So, yeah. but, um, yeah, no yeah. for me. How I, about, I, um, physical <laughs> issues have you ever had due to, um, the, the emotional and the estrangement stuff? Have you had physical complications because of it? Yeah. Um, I, I have, uh, I mean, I'm a really healthy person, but yeah. I have depression, you know, and, and off and on, I, I put myself on a medication and it's always, I find around this time of year, mm -hmm. you know, it's getting darker, it's the holidays, it's, you know, all that. So, yeah, um, that is a big one for me, um. I, I'm really active, so I, I'm lucky that I like to do active things. Right. <laughs> I think that that helps because if I just went to work and sat on my couch, um, I would go crazy. I know I would. I, I, you know, I'm very happy that during the beginning couple of years of all this, I, I was a big-time cyclist and a yoga person. Oh, um, cool. And I did the yoga via Zoom all through COVID um, to get me through these god-awful long nights of just silence, you know? Right. So now I, uh, I'm a dog walker. I walk dogs um, every single morning. Um, so I average about five miles a day. Cool. And I open the door to somebody's house and their dog is standing there waiting for me, happy as a lark to see me. <laughs> Well, that's and good. We go for our half an hour walk, and I absolutely love it. It's the best thing I could have done for myself after I got away from my desk job, you know? Yeah. No, so, that that's yeah. great. I mean, I know with mine, I know you have a dog too, but I know with yeah. when I was going through my estrangement, the dogs helped. <laughs> yeah. Um, just because they, they love you. As long as you feed them and walk them and take care of them, they love you unconditionally. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. It would have been much more difficult. I would. I know that. Yeah, sure, so. I had I had my cat in the beginning. He he passed away this past summer after Aww. twenty. Oh and, goodness. And he was my strength for all, a lot of the you know a lot of it. Yeah. And then um, three weeks later, I adopted a dog. I couldn't stand not having an animal. <laughs> Understand that. Understand. So, and I got this little dog that's just incredible. I can't believe I was so lucky to find him. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess maybe he was looking for you. <laughs> yeah, that's what they say. That's so. exactly what they say. Because he was in the adoption system for a year. Nobody oh, adopted wow. him. Aw. And uh, luckily in a no-kill shelter. So Thank goodness, yeah. I, I really think they don't know what hit them in the way that they were being manipulated. And I'm going to use that word by... Sure. The, the new wife, and I think they were overwhelmed as well with, you know, getting their own families going, and you know they were and, and yeah. they were in college first when it first you know when we first got divorced and everything, just out of just out of high school and into college. Tough and, time for them. Yeah, and um, you know that's what I think. A lot of it is just overwhelmed and didn't know how to share. Didn't know how to share themselves, and I don't know. That's the only thing I can, you know, put my finger on is they right. they were overwhelmed. They didn't know what to do, and on top of the manipulation, and you know, I I would say to them, "Shit, I'd want to go to Vermont skiing too," you know, right? <laughs> if I had a place to go. I don't blame them you know, I don't for that much. Them, you know, that kind of thing. And, you know, not even ever thinking that they might think that I don't care. I don't like right. them or not, you know. And uh, that really stuck with me. That the, This therapist said to me, and, you know, I've learned, I've learned a lot of other stuff from her, too. And I'm thinking, man, is she right? 
could that possibly be you know because they never said that the kids never said well you don't care you know whether you see me or not you know right never so hmm. yeah well it's it's mind-boggling well my kids watched me um and was was involved in it because they were there when this first happened is um i stopped talking to my mom for two years and um it happened i stopped talking to her on easter when it was really important that she not be drunk when i got there and it was you know during the height of our you know just starting to be you know not happy with each other you know as teenage mom and daughter <laughs> right right <laughs> daughters oh i remember those <laughs> and uh, they both agreed to come with me and i was like yay you know so i said to my mom you know please don't because she smoked you know they're eating her cheerios in at the kitchen and she drank you know coffee all morning and then you know wine all night you know and um so i begged her to you know we'll come if you promise not to get drunk and yeah. she, she promised and i should have known better but i didn't so we get to her house and i look in her window before i knocked on the door and she was blasted oh she was just below and she came to the door and started yelling at us because we were like 20 minutes late and we were, but you know, we're 20 minutes late, you know, a and, couple of kids in, in tow. Yeah. So we got in the house and my youngest realized, and she was probably, I'd say maybe 16, maybe 17 at the time. She realized that grandma was, you know, loaded. Yeah. And she led into her. My youngest just led into her grandmother and, you know, just told her, I don't want a drunk grandma. I'm mean, yelling at her. I don't want a drunk, drunk grandma. Ooh. I'm staying here. I don't want, you know, you know, house smells like cigarettes and, you know, just, just threw it all up at her, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and that didn't I, go well. It didn't go well. Then they ran upstairs, the kids and, I got into a fight with my mom and I told her, I can't do this. You know, I just, you know, I'm trying to keep my family as close, as close as I can. And I can't bring them here. If you're going to do this still, you know, right. So we left and I didn't talk to her for two years. I told her why I told her why right. we were leaving. And I told her that, you know, I'm not going to talk to you until I can, you know, tell on the phone when we call that you are not drinking. And, right. and she did it herself. She cleaned up and she, from, you know, almost from that point on, she didn't right. drink anymore, wow. but it, it took me two years to believe her. I'm sure you've been burned a number of times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This was not the first time. Right. So, and, you know, but then, you know, we got back together as a mother and daughter. I lived with her for three years when I got divorced and she was, you know, starting to, she wanted to sell her house and we bought a condo together on the Cape. And so yeah. we became good adult women, friends and mother and daughter living together for three years um, until she had to go into a senior uh, spot. Yeah. But uh, so my kids saw that and they knew what was going on, but it was, it was a, to me, it was a good reason, you know, I, I can't put myself through this anymore. And I'm certainly not going to put my kids through this anymore. Cause I don't want them to keep saying, I'm not going to grandma's Her house stinks. And you know, she's drunk, right. you know, what's the point? Yeah. You know, my, my kids saw my sister abusing me and, and my mother. Right. Um, you know, so, you know, when I think about those kind of things, I can't imagine that that's why, I mean, there's, that that would be the reason why, because they hadn't, I mean, they, they saw that when they were kids and teenagers, you know, and right. Um, this, I don't know. I mean, this all happened when they were, uh, late 20, I mean, 30 in their thirties, both of them, yeah. you know, um, but it took a long time. Yeah. I could, I could feel the distance happening 
little by little by little, but never thought that it would be a complete alienation, estrangement. Never. Yeah, why would you? Yeah, I mean, I would not have either. Yeah. <sighs> um, well, so let me ask this. Is, and I always struggle with this when I ask people, but um, through this, have you, have there been any positive things that have come out of this for you personally? No. I mean, honestly, no. No, that's fine. There's a a lot of negatives. I, you know, I can't get close to people. I don't trust people anymore. Makes Um, sense. You know, I just, I got married a second time, which lasted less than a year. Yeah. Um, And it just turned out, that marriage turned out to be, um, his daughter was living out of state and he let her move back home after we got married. And the whole, the whole thing was she was going to be living where she moved to. And, you know, we were going to have a fresh start, just the two of us and all this stuff. So yeah. that didn't, it didn't work out that way. And she did not like me. Yeah. And, um, she brought home her girlfriend you know, now they're married and their dogs and all their stuff. And she carried around a picture of her dad and her mother who passed away around the house all the time. Pointing at me. That's unique. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, you know, I, I, I would tell her, I'm not trying to replace your mother. I mean, you know, I don't know why you think it's okay to, you know, harass me like this. It just turned out bad. And yeah. I just, I just knew. And to this day, they still live there. Wow. And this was 10 years ago or more. So I, I did the right thing by not staying because it would have been hell. Yeah. I was going to say, good thing you got out when you did. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just knew it. I knew that once she, he let her back in, I was gone. I, I just couldn't, I knew yeah. I knew I was, you know, third fiddle or whatever, however you say it, you know. Yeah, right. Um, well, if your was... if your girls were ever listening to this, is there anything that, that you haven't already said that you would want to say to them? That I haven't already said? Um, yeah. You know, or, I, or anything else. Yeah, I would just say to them that I love them. I still love them. I still live in the same place that they know I live and I still have the same contact information. Um, and I know in my heart that you love me. Um, just please contact me in some way and let me know why. Yeah. Yeah. That's the toughest part. Okay. Well, do you have, how about for other parents? Is there anything that you would, any advice you'd give, anything you'd recommend for them? Well, it hasn't happened for me yet, but I think if, for me, if my kids contacted me, I would tread very lightly um, and yeah. be cautious for your own good don't don't jump into it and think that everything's going to be roses if they call you and say let's get together and talk i would suggest to do it and i and i know i would i couldn't have i couldn't resist it right i would have a real hard time trusting that they wouldn't do it to me again if we got into a relationship again yeah it does happen i i guess my advice for Anybody in his, and me is, you know, don't jump into it. Give it time. Okay. You know. Okay. Yeah, because like I said, it does happen. I've just talked to another friend recently that it happened to again. So, um, yeah. you know, it's 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 tough. It's almost, I don't know, almost harder the second time around. So I would think. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it, you know, I, I feel bad saying that, but it's true. I've come to that, you know, pretty recently, you know, if I saw him in a store, I'd probably faint, first of all. And I think, you know, if he 
seen my store. You know, and I on purpose stay away from the areas that they live because I would be, I, I don't know what I would do if I ran into them. You know? Right. But I, I really think I'd probably faint for sure, you know. Yeah. Uh, out of fear and happiness all at the same time, you know. <laughs> yeah, just all of the, all of the everything. So, yeah. so no, I get you. It's uh, so, and again, you know, I just, I don't, I have a hard time letting people in my life because I, I don't trust, if I can't trust my own daughters, you know, it's it, to me, it's like, how can you trust anybody? Yeah. No, I mean, I get you. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So Unfortunately. I, I got the shield, you know, <laughs> which it sucks. It sucks for me, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's uh, hard to hard to let it down but i had i had three best friends through my yeah. life you know growing raising my family in the town that we raised them in yeah and they've all three passed on Goodness, um, okay. and and they knew me as a mother to these girls and yeah. honestly those are the three people that could really support me if they were still around but unfortunately they passed away before it all happened. Well, I think, you know, you just touched on something there. I think unless they tell you differently, like, like the girls would tell you mm -hmm. what the heck happened, you know, you got to hold on to the fact that, you know, you were a good, a good yeah. mom and you yeah. did the best you could. Obviously you weren't perfect. None of us are, yeah. you know, maybe you did something, but if you if they don't tell you, then, you know, you're okay. never going to know. So how can you try to fix it if you right or say right. you're sorry or it's not, you know, whatever they're, whatever yeah. they're angsting about, you know, what, what is it? I'll, I'll do it, you know? And I think right. we talked about this in our first phone call is, you know, yell at me, you know, right. whatever it is, I, I would love for you to yell at me. I, I get <laughs> right. the emotion, you know, I want some emotion and I want to know what's going on, you know? I'm sure for them some somehow it's it would it would help them even if you you spoke and you were angry with each other and you then decided they then decided okay nope I still can't do it at least you mm -hmm. would have maybe some closure and know what you had to do to work on yourself and then maybe one day they would come back so um yeah, yeah it's tough um <laughs> it's like we can sit around and guess all day you know i've been doing it for five and a half years now yep and uh, yep. i'm tired i'm i'm just tired and yeah you know but, i just want to live the rest of my senior years somewhat happy and i'm, I'm trying right. to care but man is it hard it so, is hard it is hard i i say just you know focus on like i said the fact that you know until you're told differently that you you were a good mom you did the best you could and mm -hmm. unfortunately they they don't see it that way but um there's not you know, much i've had a couple of their friends through the years also tell me you were a good mom yeah i've gone to look like for instance the three friends of mine that passed away that i was very close to their children yeah um they they re have reassured me through the years that yeah of course you were a good mom you know? yeah and my kids aren't in contact with any of those kids either it's just it's it's like they bizarre. just out of our lives and into a whole different realm you know a whole different world somewhere else that I don't know about you know it's, it's hard yeah to lose friends that knew you when you know right and not have the sanity, you know, coming from them <laughs> telling you, you know, you're not crazy. You know, you did, you did everything right. You know, all that kind right. of Right. They're not here. So. Well, do you have any final thoughts that we haven't already talked about that you wanted to, you wanted to share with anyone? Um, I don't, I don't think so. We covered a lot. <laughs> <laughs> We covered a lot. Cool. And I appreciate you talking to me. It's, I haven't talked out loud to anybody in a long time. Yeah. And, and that was usually a therapist who, you know, was riddling me with these therapy type questions. Right. 
Did you really mean this or did you mean this? Yeah. yeah. And what about your, you know, a lot of the childhood questions. And it's like, uh, my childhood is so messed up. I, I, I couldn't even, I can't even remember most of it, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And of course, then they start bringing up, well, maybe you don't remember because something bad happened. And, you know, right. <laughs> you know? who knows? I don't want to go there. I'm trying to fix what's happening now. Right, right, right. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> Well, I, uh, like I said in the beginning, I know that it's not easy. Um, so I appreciate you talking to us about it. Um, mm -hmm. Like with you, I'm sure that somebody listening to your story mm -hmm. now will um, have some kind of light bulb or, or want to um, share theirs. Um, and just, just for your own sake, mm -hmm. um, being able to put it out there, you know, um, <laughs> it's good to be able to talk about it and it's especially yeah. good to be able to talk about it without getting, I mean, I, I do hold back my emotion and, sure. uh, you know, but I'm glad I got through this without crying because Understood. You know, I've gotten, I've done plenty of that, you know? <laughs> yeah. We'll see. So you've, you've grown. So. <laughs> oh yeah. I, yeah. I would hope so. After all these years, you know, yeah. I, I think if I haven't grown, I wouldn't be around anymore. You know, you have to take, you. take what you can, you know, do and try to take care of yourself. And yeah, and well, that's not, good. That's good it, attitude. I mean, because yeah, it's not selfish to take care of yourself and not at all. Yoga, meditation, whatever, whatever you need to do. Miles and miles on my bike got me through a lot. Oh, the other thing I did, I boxed for two years. Ooh. I did uh, heavy bag, bag boxing for two years. Nice. And, uh, that was in the very beginning, so there was some faces on those boxing bags. <laughs> you know... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.